is up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first episode of the Mile High Killers podcast, the podcast where anything goes. I'm your host and MC, Connor Kenaus, and I am joined by two special guests, Alex Onkin and Michael Tatera. Rock on, chaos! What's up? Alex, can't just sit there in silence. Come on now. Hey, 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 hey. Don't give me that. All right. My co-host Brendan is flipping me the bird in L.A. He left me to go to Harry Potter World and did not care about the podcast this week. So this one's going to be a little bit laid down instead of screaming at each other about why DLC is a bad thing. (laughs) Uh, I'll skip that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just you wait. You'll see one of those conversations. He'll tell me spending 30 bucks on something that doesn't come out for a year makes a lot more sense than just waiting. <laughs> All right, but this episode we're going to be talking about VR, where it's been, how good it is now, what we've got in store, and what the future looks like. So, real quick, what have you guys heard about any of the VR headsets right now? Well, let me let me give, let me give you a little bit of my take on VR because this has been a promising technology for decades. Um, and I mean, even back to the early eighties, dude, I mean, there was stuff out there that was really cool, but the technology and the, um, you know, the power and the processors were not, it's just not good enough. And so it was always lagging, um, never really caught on just now. I mean, this last year, it's been kind of exciting, right? Um, all of a sudden things are starting to, you know, come around and I think, I think now it's starting, um, it's a promise that this will become, you know, something that uh, everybody can get into. And it's, you know, going from the high end to the low end, um, everybody's going to touch it, you know, and experience it. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. What about you, Alex? I've, we've got a couple of the pairs of uh, just the Samsung VR goggles, you know, nothing super special, nothing, nothing super crazy, but uh I don't know. When we first got those, we all spent a couple hours playing around with them. They're, uh, it, it's, it's really amazing what you can do. I mean, when you can, you know, actually like play games and, you know, not, not be sitting there on a controller, but you're, you're looking around and you know you've got a 360 degree view of whatever you're looking at. It's, it's really kind of exhilarating. Yeah. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I, I, I only imagine, I only imagine doing. Uh, yeah, you know, doing Call of Duty on virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, I think from what I've learned from last year, it's always been the HTC Vive is the one to get if you have the strong enough PC, and then the Oculus, and then the PlayStation VR came in basically out of nowhere saying, all right, here's a cheap headset, it'll work with everything, do anything you basically want, and that's the one I have. So I think it was, I think the Vive's about 800 bucks, the Rift, because I had the Rift for about 45 minutes, was about $500. <laughs> And then the, so I had the starting kit for the PlayStation VR, so it shot me back about 600 bucks, but that came with everything, stuff like that. But I think it's about 399 for the PlayStation VR. And uh, <clears throat> I know Microsoft, they have the HoloLens, don't they? Right. Or yep. something like that. Yep. that yeah. yeah. I think when we yeah, that, that, it's that's right. mostly going to be uh, augmented reality, so it's a little different than VR. Um, but we'll see, we'll see Microsoft in the game this year, I think, you know, probably this summer. Um, but it's going to be different. It's completely different. It's not. It's not true VR. It's. Uh, I don't know. And it's actually kind of exciting as well. Augmented reality. Have you uh, looked into it at all? 
Uh, not really. I know I, I've looked at it a couple times, because at first, when they first came out with it, they were like, oh, we're just showing you this, but it's not coming out anytime right. soon. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, whatever, I'll check you out in four years and see where you're at. And then, uh, also, like, I've seen all the dev kits, how expensive they are, and I said, man, this thing's gonna be, like, over a grand at least, just for the, when it comes out. It's, I just think right. it's too expensive right now, which I guess I understand, but they're still, I'm pretty sure they're still in development thing, because I think the last time I saw they were, said anything was, the I don't know if it was last year, or something like that, and they were showing off the Minecraft demo, the Halo uh, one, and that was it. And then they were, I think they've been pretty radio silent for uh, a while. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, we'll probably start to see something maybe this summer, and then they'll have something maybe for Christmas. Um, but uh, it will be interesting as far as gameplay as well. I mean, you know, looking, um, they're going to have to come up with different kind of games because you're actually seeing a real environment with, you know, items yeah. in your real environment. So the gameplay is going to be completely different. Um, it'll be interesting, though. I'm, I'm excited for it as, as well. Um, and also augmented reality will be good for, you know, the workplace and, and other kind of areas. So um, I'm hopeful they'll, they'll do good. I mean, Microsoft actually is, in the last year or two, they've become a new company. I mean, they are they're kicking Apple's butt, actually. <laughs> You know, I mean, seriously, Apple just released the new MacBook Pros, and they're not really made for the powerful creative. They're made for the more the like the casual mobile user that's just kind of into looks. And Microsoft came out with the Surface Studio, which is an incredible 28-inch display um, desktop that you can actually draw on. I mean, that thing is is intense. It, it actually looks like what Apple should have created. Yeah. You know? I mean, it looks yeah. like something Apple would have created, just a giant iPad on top of something. And they have the iPad Pro, but even then, it's still like... You can only do so much on an iPad, then they're like, oh, no, you need to buy our Mac that has two ports. Have a nice day. Right. Well, no, but uh, one of the other things is Microsoft's made the the tablets into something that you can use anything on. They've, they've given it the, the PC operating system. You know, they've got Windows 10 on them, or the, the original Surface, and they got Windows 8 on it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, it's the same operating system as, say, you know, our computers, assuming you're using a a PC, a newer one anyway. <laughs> um, and it's, I mean, I know a guy that's got one, and, you know, we uh, we were shooting last weekend, and we used the Surface to review footage um, in Premiere, and so I mean, you can run pretty pretty powerful applications on them. It, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. I, to, to my knowledge, the iPad is not running programs like that, you know, the whole thing. They've got the, the mobile app version of it, which is Premiere Clip, um, which you can put it on all the mobile devices, but you don't get a, uh, you don't actually get to use the whole software, and you can't put SD cards into, you know, iPads and that kind of thing. So I mean, I think Microsoft's definitely jumped ahead with that yeah. with the services. Microsoft, the new Apple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the I think the only thing I like about Apple is that a the phones are great. Mine, I mean, the OS Apple. for the phone is. Uh, I like it a lot more than because I had an Android phone. Oh, it was terrible. I hated the thing. It was I'd lose service within a whole like. All right, what phone is that? LG V20. 
Well, I had like yeah, an two H- cameras. I had an HTC, so it was pretty bad. Oh, well, there's your problem right there. <laughs> I was looking at the Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge because I like the little Edge thingamajig, but it, it all Those depends. I don't really. My sister has the seven, so it's like I don't really want to sit there and have to buy a dongle for everything I want. <laughs> you get a yeah. dongle, and you get a dongle. Oh uh, yeah, yes. my, my, one of my coworkers has that, and you know. At least once a week, he's freaking out. He's like, "Where'd my where'd my cord go? Where'd my cord go?" Because he can't plug the headphones or he can't plug into the auxiliary in his Jeep because he's he's got to have that plug on it, and you know you don't want to keep a plug on in your pocket while you're carrying it around all day and whatnot. You'll break it or lose it or yeah, you know. Well, speaking of iPhone versus Android, um, there's really no applications for VR on the iPhone. I mean, uh. uh Google, of course, came out with Daydream View, and that will work on any Android that's running 7.0, NuGet. Um, and Samsung Gear VR only actually works on the Samsung phones, you know, like the Galaxy 7 and stuff. Um, so I'm, I mean, it's cool. Google came out with this Daydream View, which is kind of like the cardboard, but now it's, now it's like a, a much better device. Yeah, actual headset. Yeah. And it's only 79 bucks. Um, you know, you're going to get what you pay for. It's not going to be the greatest. And, of course, you got to have your own phone in there. Um, but when, you know, referring to iPhone, I don't think there's anything VR for iPhone, is there? I think basically only like the YouTube, three, some of the YouTube 360-degree videos. Other than that, I'm not, I don't think so. Yeah, nothing Which you can wear, right? I mean, nothing you yeah. put on your face. Yeah, okay. Now, speak, speaking of the 360-degree view cameras, I... Uh, I actually looked into a couple of those a couple months ago, uh, shortly after getting the drone. <laughs> you talking and, about like that little circle one with the hexagons all over it or whatever? Yeah, the 360 Fly is a 4K 360-degree camera. Um, and I mean, it, we, we've looked at doing a couple of different things for a group that I'm in at school, or it's actually a class now. Um, but we've, we've done plenty of video shoots, and you know, we've always got something new, something different going, and and one of these days, one of us is going to end up breaking down and spending 500 bucks and buying that thing. And then we're going to be like, all right, well, we need to stop and think about this because what are we going to do with a 360-degree image? We, we, I mean, we have the to, budget. We have to, we have to, you know, position what we want. And then, you know, I mean, it's a really cool effect. You could, like, flip over and all kinds of stuff with it in, you know, in post, which it, it brings up a whole new set of potential. And then for... You know the the VR goggles and the everything, virtual reality, anything. You know it offers a really cool feel for some things that are you know decently expensive, like skydiving. Mm-hmm. You know you can you can do a virtual reality skydiving. Um, which do that. <laughs> 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 well, be pretty cool if you went to like Sky Zone or something and had the goggles on. That, yeah, that's actually cool. But I'm talking air. like if I was sitting on my bed with the VR headset on, I wouldn't want to just look down and see nothing. Uh, just like, oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> you, you jump, you jump forward and fall off a step while you're falling out of the airplane or something. <laughs> Why jump out of a perfectly good airplane? That's my my theory. Well, regarding devices, I mean, I think we're in agreement. Um, there's probably only like five players out on the market, maybe six. Um, I don't know, tell me if you agree. So the Sony PlayStation VR, HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, Samsung Gear VR, and the Google Daydream View. Um, I almost, I mean, although I hear good things about the Samsung Gear VR, I almost kind of throw it out because 
it, it only works on Samsung phones, and well, if you don't have a, one. It's a very, it's not a smooth image either. It's a, it's a very pixelated image in there if you're playing games and stuff. Um, well, I'll say that too about uh, for the PlayStation VR. It's always, it's it's dumbed down a little bit because they have to be able to have it because it's literally just another, so it's it's not exactly 1080 for all of them, but it's pretty it's pretty close to it. Right, yeah. Um, but like watching Netflix and that kind of thing, I mean, if you're watching like TVs or videos or, you know, doing a, a virtual reality skydive or whatever, you know, you're, you're just watching a 360 degree camera that was recorded in 4K and probably, you know, rendered out at 1080 or 720 even, in which case, you know, you're looking at a pretty sharp image and there's still a lot of, a lot of high res video to look at there and, you know, you get a, you get a good effect, but there's some stuff that just, it's not, it's better on some, some items than others, you know, some, some videos and some games versus others. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, so, I mean, out of those five devices, we're basically looking at two different categories. I mean, one is the mobile, where you're not tethered, and that's the cheaper option, and you're probably going to get lower quality. And then you got the other end with the, the Rift and the Vive and the PlayStation. And maybe the PlayStation, compared to the other two, is a little bit lower quality, but the price entry and the ability, the ability to get into the PlayStation, I, I think, is very... Um, appetizing i mean i think that's where a lot of people and it sounds like connor that's what you went with um where the vibe and the riff are expensive but then you need a really powerful computer to run them as well where the playstation you just took it in your playstation 4 and you're ready to roll you know for 400 bucks plus you know another, another what is it it's the move you have controllers or whatever. To move like, controllers, right. Some of the games yeah. you need the move controllers specifically, and some of them will give you a choice. Do you want to use a controller? Do you want to use the move controllers? Because for the... So I have a couple of them. I, uh, I ended up buying a bunch of them when I first got it. So I have Batman Arkham VR. That one is uh, 100% the move controllers, which the funny thing is, so my setup for it is basically just my bed, and then I have the camera on top of my TV. I can't reach some of the stuff because I, if I try to do that, I'm hitting the bed. So, like, some of them it's like I can't do. But, uh, so, like, I have Drive Club VR, and that's basically just you're using just the DualShock 4, and then uh, you, uh, it's pretty cool how you do it. So you start, and then you can position yourself in the car, and then either, like, you can... For some reason, I glitched it out once to the point where I had it all the way up, and I, my head was sticking out of the car. So I could see, like, <laughs> the top of the car and look down and see, like, the hood of the car. But uh, basically, so you can either do first-person driving and then, like, look around as you're uh, at the scenery and everything, or you can just stare straight forward and keep turning. It You'll turn your head, usually, when you're taking the turns and everything. I will say about, like, those games, because Drive Club is apparently one of the worst-rated ones, somewhat, because everyone's like, oh, I got sick. I played it for about five minutes and got sick. I haven't had that problem. There was only one game so far I've gotten nauseous of. It was off the... Uh, PSVR Worlds, and so that has about six games. One of them was a downhill racer where you're on your back and you're you have to steer with your head. So oh, if wow. you're making a sharp <laughs> turn, you gotta go like that. And when you're sitting uh -oh. there trying to look to make sure you're not gonna hit anything, that that'll get you sick and everything. But uh, hmm. so uh, a lot of the games aren't that bad for uh, getting nauseous and everything. I have one of the horror ones too. Uh, I have not played Resident Evil Seven in VR yet. I'm still trying uh -huh. to. Finish um, that first. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that 
that's actually a huge factor is being, you know, some people, I think something like 10% of the population is going to get nauseous no matter what, you know, playing VR. So that's a, that's kind of a hit, hit in the market. Um, and then I think just the quality of the VR unit, the better the quality, of course, the more realistic it feels like, and then maybe less nauseous, nauseous you become. But as soon as you, uh, as soon as there's any lag or, or anything, that's when your body and your mind and your eyes all are not in sync. You know, it's like, whoa, what the heck? So, but, but as far as the PlayStation, I mean, if you've got a PS4, you know, what is it? It's 400 bucks for the headset and then 50 bucks for the uh, camera and the controller bundle or something like that. So if you already have a PS4, bam, you know, 450, you're ready to roll. So that seems like a good, you know, good entry into VR. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure actually someone probably I think someone figured out that you can get it to work with the Xbox, but it's stuck in theater mode. So what basically what Alex was saying, like playing the Call of Duty in VR, it doesn't have VR cam, uh, capability. But what you do, like because I did it, it zooms in the picture and you can look around. Kind of, it's just like you're in your own private theater thing or whatever. You got your two earbuds in, and then you can look and basically I've done it a couple times. It actually. If you want to be able to be close to a screen, it's the best way to play it, in my opinion, instead of just sitting away from it. But, uh, yeah, and then also the uh, move controllers are only, like I said again, for like some specific games. I think they, back in the PS3 when they had the move controllers, they had the little shooter gun for, I think, some of the games? I don't exactly remember how many it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was basically looked like the Wii shooter, which you'd have. You had the controller and the nunchuck in the back <laughs> shooting, and then the, yeah. I think this one was just you put the move controller in, and then something else. I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, it had a, it had a trigger built into it that would push the B button on the back of the uh, move controller. Yeah, and I think actually you can use the old move controllers as long as you have them like synced up to the PS4 or something. Because if they have the micro USB on the bottom of it, all you gotta do is plug in the one that it comes with. And then just it should work, because I think, what did mine come with? It came with two move controllers, the headset, and then the camera. And then, uh, also what's cool, uh, once you get the camera, you finally have the voice commands for the PlayStation. Now, they're a bit janky. I'd be sitting there just waiting for something to download with nothing on there, and just the camera sitting there. And it would hear something I'm listening to and think I'm saying PlayStation. So it would pop up and be like, what do you need? And I'd be like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> and uh, it's better than... It, for that, it's basically, for the cameras and stuff, the Kinect is the better one, in my opinion. I mean, they're taking away all the functions from it now, because everyone's like, oh, I hate the snap function, oh. So the yeah. Xbox One's basically turning into a whole other console. Hmm. Also, I want to state this, the PS4 is finally getting external hard drive support next update. Nice! Yeah. I got Sweet. 70 gigs left, oh, I need to put in a one terabyte <laughs> drive into it. Yeah, yeah that, that's cool. Uh, it's about, I mean, that's one thing that they kind of... I don't know, I feel like they should try and do better on the next time. It's storage. the thing that uh, Xbox had on them for a while. Like, I have a one terabyte or two terabyte thing plugged into my Xbox. I used it at first when I first used to really just play my Xbox One. It was, all you had to do, plug it in, formats it, done. I think that's basically what they're doing in this next update, which means I'm going to go get a three terabyte, and then I'll never need space ever again. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed to hear that. Disappointed to hear that the PS4 is not going to have a, or it doesn't have a Blu-ray player in it. 
Is that right? Is your PS4 have a Blu-ray player? Yeah, mine does. I think it... Yours is the older version. Okay, so the new one does not. Yeah, I was kind of bummed about that. Because I have a PS3 with Blu-ray. And my blue and and actually, side note is, is it only actually plays DVDs. It doesn't even play Blu-rays anymore. I guess I'm finally freaked out. But I've been thinking about getting a PS4. And then, uh, um, but then I heard it doesn't have a Blu-ray player. Although I, I don't really play Blu-ray discs anymore anyways, you know, so it's like, I guess it doesn't really matter, but it was kind of a bummer that they just took it out. Cause it'd just be a nice, you know, nice thing to have, I guess, just in case. <laughs> yeah. That was, if, if you ever tell Brendan that Blu-rays aren't worth it, he'll sit there and yell at you how like, I can see that two pixels and it'll make a difference. <laughs> oh no. I mean, well, I'm just saying nowadays. Yeah. You pretty much watch everything online, you know, you're streaming or you're online, so you're not, you know, I mean, my um, wife will pick up uh, Redbox, you know, but she just, you know, she has a DVD, but yeah, I agree, I Blu-ray likes so much better than DVDs, but. Well, plus what usually I'll have to do, because like all the digital HD copies only come in the Blu-ray, so it's like, okay, I'll spend the extra three bucks so I can get the digital HD copy with it, because so I've actually learned about Voodoo, because at first I thought it was just a Walmart exclusive thing. Oh, Voodoo is amazing. It's basically, it takes your code, then you can immediately send it to download just offline and everything. Yep. Yeah, you can have it all, you know, downloaded and ready to play anytime offline. Yeah. And plus, like, I have a Roku TV, so I have the channels Netflix, Voodoo, and I think the CW or something. So it's like I can sit there and just, like, watch any movies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, hey, speaking about uh, PlayStation VR, I think... Um, I mean, you know, it's a great entry if you already have PS4 to get into VR, you know, 450. Mm -hmm. I think the better technically device is probably the HTC Vive. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about that. Um, you know, technically probably superior as far as, uh, you know, the image and, and the moving. In fact, it has like two motion controllers, so you can be in like a 10-foot cube area and walk around and it will track you um and then it also has motion controllers as well but at 800 bucks and that's just for the device you know just for the vibe is 800 dollars. then you got to spend at least what another thousand dollars or more on a really capable pc yeah so and it's not as easy, right? You, a lot of people don't throw a PC in their living room and and uh, hook it all up and and go that route. So even though I think the Vive is technically superior, um, I don't know if it's as convenient as the PlayStation. You yeah, because the PlayStation, I think my setup was about 15 minutes. You had to sit there and uh, you had to. It, the only weird thing about it was so now I have a thing sitting on top of the PS4 that has three HDMI cables in it, and then also, for some reason, I plugged four HDMI things, or four wires hooked up to the... Uh-oh. There's Alex. <laughs> Alex is gone. Ladies and Alex. gentlemen, you will never hear from Alex ever again. <laughs> Got him back in here. Oh, well, you can take a picture. Uh, Alex. Oh, he's never mind. He's already technically on the call. He just left. Oh. <laughs> uh, He's yeah, gone, huh? I think so. Oh, maybe he'll join in. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I think uh, we're in agreement. I'd probably buy it. It's probably the best, but it's just, you know, it's going to be expensive to get in. And uh, and same with the Rift. I mean, the Rift is, it's uh, it's cheaper than the Vive, you know, about $200 cheaper. Uh, but the same problem, uh, you got to hook it up to a really, you know, powerful PC, 
Um, you know, for a living room situation, it's probably not that convenient. Uh, you know, for your your uh, computer room, it's probably fine. But um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think, but I think the vibe. Oh, oh he's back. Hell, he's gone. Where is he? Well, there he is. <laughs> So um, the Oculus Rift, though, you got to really hand it to Oculus. Um, I mean, uh, Palmer Lucky kind of started the VR revolution as far as the recent revolution. I mean, like I said, the revolution before went back into the early 80s. That's when we thought we were going to get VR. But it wasn't until until Palmer Lucky came along with Oculus and said, no, 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 we can do much better and we're going to make this thing happen. And uh, and he, you know, to his credit, he got he got the ball rolling again, and then um, and then Facebook. I mean, Zuckerberg, Mark, he just said this is going somewhere. So he he bought Oculus, of course. So Facebook owns it now, um, and so they think it's going to go somewhere. So to your first point of you know, is VR around here to stay? I think it is. I think it, you know, we're still in the infancy of the new revolution of VR, but I think, you know, in the next two or a year or two, um, you're going to see it much better. And it's just devices are going to get better. And, um, um, but I also like the mobile options too, like the Google daydream. I mean, just to get, you know, your casual user into it and just trying it out. And then, and then they experience it and they're like, okay, this was cool, but I want something better, exactly. you know, and that, yeah. So then they move on up to something, you know, something like PlayStation or, or the HTC buy. Yeah. Actually, didn't Oculus just get done with the whole, uh, court thing with Zenimax or something like that? I thought they were in court for having stolen assets or something. Oh, really? No, I didn't. I don't know. It was was a good amount of money, I think, that uh, they sued him for. Because I think it was one person that was working on Oculus stole assets from another company he was at that had VR stuff and just brought it over or something like that. So I guess Uh, now they're trying to get rid of Oculus 100% or I don't know. I don't know. Well, now that Facebook owns them, Facebook has all the money in the world. So (laughs) they're right behind Apple. Like, have a hundred million. Yeah, exactly. So if there is a legitimate lawsuit, I mean, Facebook could probably just pay it off and, you know, and continue and not have an issue. Um, So I I, I do, like I said, uh, I think the Rift would probably be maybe right behind the Vive as far as being technically cool. But, um, but with Facebook's money, maybe the Rift, you know, the next version of the Rift will will be even better than yeah. the Vive. So. Alex, if you were to get one, which one would you get? Saying that you have a, do you have a, you have a PlayStation Four, don't you? No. No. Okay. But say you were going to, you were looking for a VR. Would you spend the extra three hundred? Because I think the slim for the PS Four is only three fifty or something like that. So would you be out willing to spend the extra three hundred dollars to get the console with it? Or would you rather just wait, spend eight hundred dollars and get the Vive or the uh, Rift? I don't know. I mean, I haven't used any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I mean, from what I've heard, what I've seen, the the one for the PlayStation is is really high quality. I mean, it's 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 a great value. Um, so I mean, getting getting the PS4 and getting the the PlayStation VR would probably be the the way I would want to go unless I was considering using it for more like, you know, doing stuff on the computer, um, you know, gaming a little more hardcore or something with it. Or if I was going to try and make videos with 
you know, like a VR video and, you know, I can use it to, to, uh, you know, kind of view what I've actually got. Yeah. You know, I can, I can look around and see, well, all right, well, this is a good spot or, well, no, this isn't, I mean, being, being the viewer of this, I'm going to be like, wow, this is, uh, sickening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, or, uh, Brendan, oh, this is really cool. And, yeah. You know, uh, Brendan actually tried out the <laughs> Oculus at, uh, Park Meadows. They had it at the Microsoft store. He said he was almost getting sick just playing the Minecraft VR and everything. So it's like some people just, it's, you put it on there and you can give them the most, the most simplest game that if they turn their head too much, they're going to get sick. That's the main thing about it. It's like, you have to know not to snap your head enough to the point where like, it's, it, it can give you uh, sickness easy. Cause it's mm. basically mm. like you're on a roller coaster. It's like, if you look down too fast, you're going to know that it's going to make you throw up. And then also what I'm looking forward to for the headsets is finally not being strapped onto something so right now with the playstation vr if i didn't have my stuff plugged into the uh console i'd be able to move around a lot more not saying i can't now but it's like if i turn my head too much i got wires wrapping around and everything like that but uh like i'm pretty sure like they i think at one point they're gonna have like a whole battery pack that you'll just be wearing it'll have the console (laughs) or something that'll like bluetooth connect to the console and then everything will be hooked up from there because I think right now what the Vive has is it has less wires because you have these cameras that are probably about the size of a tripod or a little bit bigger that you put in four corners of the room and then it picks you up right in the middle and you have this giant space to just do everything. Right. But, yep. uh, right now it's just like the motion tracking. It's here, but for like the lower tier ones, it's like you're getting only some of it to the point where it's going to work, but just you won't have enough sp- that much space because I think the PlayStation VR for me is probably about the size of our Skype windows. That's about the space I technically have when it's trying to pick me up with the camera and everything. Right. Yeah. Hey, I know we talked about, um, HoloLens from Microsoft, but, but they also, Microsoft is, um, working with some manufacturers, um, to come out with their own headsets, their own VR headsets. So be windows 10 compatible, you know, and then play steam games and stuff like that. So we'll probably see that as well. And the headsets are supposed to be fairly cheap. They're supposed to be like 300 bucks. Um, but nothing, nothing out in the wild right now. So we got nothing to compare, right? You know, the only thing we've, we, the only thing we've seen is the Hololens, which, like, like we talked about before, looks very exciting. Probably less game, you know, yeah, less gameish, but more, uh, you know, workplaceish. I don't know. <laughs> so, well, well, what I see him doing is like apparently, I think I don't remember where it was. I was uh, heard it from another. Uh, thing I was looking at about the hollow ones and stuff like that. Apparently, for some places for like the construction, like for like the uh, what is it, like the piers with all the big shipping containers and stuff, they have a HUD on their machine to like tell them where to go and stuff like that. So like I, mm. I can see like someone picking up hollow ones and being like, okay, erase everything that has to do with the gaming and like the entertainment and stuff, and just put it so that we can set waypoints and stuff like that. Right. That's like yeah. the big thing I think it'll be like I'm with you for businesses and stuff like that. It's going to be huge. They can be there like even at like a desk job. You could be sitting there and it could send you a whole list of what you have. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. what was Google's thing? Google Glass that I guess. Google is Glass, right. Anymore. Or is that yep. is that completely dead now? Like Google Fiber? <laughs> yeah. Um, my brother my brother works at Google and uh, it's not completely dead. Um, there's still promise that they'll come out with another version, but the current um, version of it is dead. You know, they're not 
they're not releasing anymore. Um, but I like that idea, right? I mean, something where if it helps, if it's an assistant to you in your everyday life or work or whatever, and it somehow is not intrusive, um, and it just works, you know, I, I, if it, if it adds benefit, then I'm all for it. Mm Um, and so, yeah, so, yeah, just like bring it on. But I, but going to your point about being tethered like to the PlayStation or to a PC, once you're right, once that's eliminated, that you're not tethered and you got a battery, you know, in your headset or whatever, and you can walk around. Once that happens, that's it. I mean, I think, I think VR will finally, uh, you know, be home or, you know, become, um, everybody's gaming tool norm. or, yeah, it'll be the, yeah. I mean, cause that's, that's kind of, that's kind of why the mobile, you know, with the Google daydream is, is becoming popular is because there is no wires, even though it's not as, as cool as, uh, the other devices. Um, it's just, if you make it convenient for a consumer, then consumers will jump in. It doesn't have to be the best, you know, it doesn't have to be the best. It just has to be convenient. It has to be a low price and uh, and it has to work just good enough and then consumers will jump all over it yeah nintendo was talking about with the switch because everyone was asking oh are you gonna have a headset with it or anything like that because uh right now the whole reason the switch is popular and the whole reason i bought it is the tablet i bought it because i don't have to sit there and have everything plugged into it i can take it with me it's got a USB-C cord so all i gotta do is plug it in it's basically a tablet that can play zelda and it's basically a better ipad i'll put it that way with Mm. the wii u (laughs) interface uh It's and, and Nintendo was saying they said we can do it, but I, I they were talking about it how only some people are gonna want to sit there and have so much because I think a lot of their games are like the movement controls and stuff like that, and it's like no one's gonna want to sit there if it's like all you're doing is making one movement and you just look and it's just a black screen. Mm-hmm. And it's like why would you want to make a VR headset for that? But uh, I I I'm kind of iffy about that. I'd rather they just leave it because Nintendo's never really been good with. Like, hey, yeah. you're doing that. Let us do it too. Because I mean, look at the Wii U. No, it's Wii U's officially dead now. They have the they uh, finished making them. Uh, the reason the Switch is going to be popular is because everybody loves the 3DS. I had my 3DS. I loved it to death. The only reason I traded it was because it's like, okay, it, I have basically like a portable Wii U that I can take wherever I want. I can play good games on it, and I think they were saying it's like a six-hour battery life. So there's a plane ride right there for you. Yep, that's cool. Awesome, sweet. All right, so I don't know. I don't know. Let's take a vote or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, okay, here's my take. You guys, I th- I think for consumers right now, um, well, the easiest to get into is Google Daydream. But you, again, you have to um, you have to have an Android unit that is 7.0 or or higher. I think that's the easiest for consumers to get into. But as far as the best bang for the buck. I'm going to go with the Sony PlayStation VR. Then, if you want something a little better, you want it willing to spend, I'm going with the HTC Vive. And then um, I think less technical is the Oculus Rift. And then on the bottom of my list really is the Samsung Gear VR, even though it's it's better than the Google Daydream view. Um, but because you have to have a Samsung phone, to me that, um, I don't know, I just think it's a... It's a no deal. Um, so I'm all right. So my my top five. Here we go. Sony PlayStation VR, HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, Samsung Gear VR, and Google Daydream View. 
probably switch those last two. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. What are you guys doing? All right, Alex. Uh, I mean, I've like I said, I've I've played around with the Oculus at uh, Best Buy, and uh, you know they're they're pretty crazy. I haven't used the Vive. Um, I mean, I've I've heard nothing but good things about it. I I don't actually know anybody that has them, either one. <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the PlayStation One for being a great value is is uh, uh, you know, it's a great way to get into it if you're just starting. Um, and then you know, like like Michael said, the Gear VR is it's cool and all. It's it's not super practical for much. Um, not, not really in my eyes, you know, unless you're, the one thing it works really good for is, you know, if you're like on a plane or something, you can watch Netflix or something, you know, you've got voodoo movies downloaded, you can watch them through that and, you know, you can have your own thing going and you don't have to bring your laptop or your iPad out and worry about it being charged. Most people get onto a plane or on a bus and they're, they're on their cell phone, watching TV, watching movies, whatever. Um, so, you know, it's. It makes it a little more convenient, I think. And then, uh, you know, the Google Daydream, I actually didn't hear about it until just now tonight, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think they announced it with, like, their Google phone and everything when they, the newest one or whatever. The Google the Pixel. Pixel. Yep. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, and I've heard, uh, like I said, my brother works at Google and, um, you know, the Pixel phone with the Google Daydream view, a lot of people are just loving it. They're having fun because it's a easy, you know, it's, it's 79 bucks uh to pick it up and you throw your phone on it and you're having fun it's like i said it's probably the least technical as far as advanced um uh i don't know technology in it yeah. but um but it's the easiest to get into so mm -hmm. it's your gateway drug <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my top one obviously <laughs> is going to be the psvr because i have uh i was lucky i've had a ps4 since i think the year it came out so uh I've had it for a while, and then this, it makes the games a lot better. I like the whole theater mode where I can, if I really feel like oh, I don't want to sit here and try to focus, like, 100% on looking where I need to go and everything, I can just put the headset on, and it's basically my own theater. Also, because they have uh, 3D Blu-ray support coming in the same update that the hard drive support's coming, so that's going to be pretty cool. And then, uh, I, I'm going to put the Oculus next, just because, it, again, it's the... It's the cheaper one for if you have a good enough PC, because basically if you have a good enough PC for the Vive and can't afford it, you're going to just go get the Oculus anyways, and it's just, it's going to look a little bit different, but uh, uh, yeah, so the Oculus, because again, I had it for about 45 minutes, installed everything, till it told me I couldn't run it, and I was like, oh, I gotta go back to Park Meadows as fast as I can, so I uh, got that, and then the... The Vive will go right after that because if I had a power, uh, powerful enough computer, that's the one I would probably save up for and just be like, okay, it, it looks cool. I've heard everyone say that it's one of the best things for VR and everything and get that. And then basically the two mobile ones are my lower ones. I've tried the Gear VR at Best Buy and everything like that. And I mean, it, it was okay. It's like, like you were saying, it's like the beginner for uh, the VR headsets. But other than that, I mean... I, I would probably just get, like, the again, you can get the Google Cardboard, or I'm pretty sure there's a tutorial to make your own Google Cardboard or something like that, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah, too. <laughs> yep. All Third right. One. Walmart has the Cardboard ones now. They do? <laughs> yeah, the Walmart and Elizabeth doesn't even, they got to hold display of Cardboard on um, <laughs> VR goggles. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. 
All right, well, I think we're going to go ahead and end the episode here. I want to thank you two for being the first guest on the Mile High Killer podcast. Woohoo! And uh, yeah. this uh, this is going to be uploaded both on the Mile High Killer podcast Facebook page and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Gaming. Links are in the description. Go ahead and sub to that channel if you want to see more. I think I'm going to do every Saturday. Every Saturday seems about probably the amount I need to do it for. And leave a comment if I should bring these two whack jobs back. <laughs> and uh, I will see you next week with down. another episode with uh, the screaming madman, Brendan Glenn. And peace out. Thanks, Chaos. Yep. Deuce.